Welcome to the Sports Equity Podcast. Here we talk to special guests from teams, brands, and agencies to discuss the value that sports brings to business through current trends and best practices with your host, Brett Weisbrot. Cool. Today we have Bo Outlaw on with us. I'm excited to have you here, Bo. Bo is a 13-year NBA veteran. Uh, I got a pleasure to watch you over the years play for Orlando, LA Clippers, Memphis, and Phoenix. Um, So thank you for being here today. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So um, I know that you are heavily involved with the Orlando Magic and the community. Uh, You're one of their community ambassadors. What's some of the initiatives that you and some of the other alumni currently work on to engage the market? Uh, You name it, we do it. Uh, We're in the community before the coronavirus. We're in the community pretty much every day with schools, city officials, hospitals, parks and rec, uh, you name it. I'm at women's shelters, you name it, men's shelters, African-American chambers, the Indian chamber, the Hispanic chamber, the Asian chamber, you name something in the community, we've done it or probably don't do it. So we're just trying to be world champions on and off the court, and I'm the off-the-court guy. Got it. Um, so you mentioned real quick, you know, obviously things being a little bit different right now. Um, how has there, how has the engagement changed or what creative things have you been able to do with the team now that there's less face-to-face interaction? Yeah, it's a lot of Zoom going on, a lot of Zoom. And every once in a while, you do a couple of events and they're going to be masked up, hand sanitizers and gloves around. But you just try to um, operate in the new norm. You know what I'm saying? So the new norm is require face masks and go somewhere and still try to be able to help people out. And it's challenging times, but that's what that's what life's about. Can you get through this and uh, come out a better person? I'm just trying to do my part and help people out. Of course, of course. Um, so how you know this is this podcast is a little bit more business oriented, leveraging sports. You know, I guess over the years, how have you leveraged playing in the NBA to you know where you are and what you've done since? Uh, the NBA was. You know, great opportunities for me to become who I am today as a community ambassador because it has a lot of opportunities of doing a lot of things around different cities that you're in. And matter of fact, around the world, and uh, as you start coming to NBA career to figure out what you want to do, and I guess helping out people is a big part of me. I enjoy the feeling, enjoy the look of when you go in there and help somebody out and change their day, their life, their week, and uh. It's just a great feeling, giving back. Got it. Um, is there any ventures or anything you're doing right now outside of the Magic? No, nah, I just do a lot for it with the Magic. Uh, other than coaching AAU, trying to help kids in the community with basketball. I, I know a little bit about basketball, so I try to help out with it. Of course, of course. And yeah, it's obviously exciting to replace yourself with young talent. Yeah, I'm, they're, they're better than me, way better. <laughs> That's great. Um, trying to think what else for you today. So, um, you know, how, how long have you been back in Orlando now since you retired? I've been here the whole time. This is where I, I retired and stayed here. So I've been here since 2007. Outside of Orlando, where was your favorite place to live over the years? Uh, probably say Texas since I'm from Texas, but I, I didn't play there. So, uh, where the city that I played in was pretty cool. Phoenix was not bad. Memphis, all the kids I played there actually pretty good. That's great. Um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, talk more a little bit more about Orlando. I was in Orlando with Orlando City for a year there when they were building the new stadium. You know, so obviously the city keeps evolving. 
um, you know, I guess where, where do you like to be involved, not just with the magic, but on a personal level, do you have any charities or any organizations that are closer to your heart? Uh, no, nah, I do have one shelter in, in Orlando, it's a women's shelter. I don't like to give up the name because no, that's fair. They, do a, they do a lot for the women and their families and actually I'm over there. That's why I'm here right now doing an event. I was dropping some stuff off to them and, uh, they just touched my heart because the women here are going through trying times and I'm just trying to be a positive male figure in their life and uh, try to help them when they're doing their thing and trying to build a change in their life. And I assume you like to think of yourself as a big brother to some of the current players on the team? Most definitely. I talk to those guys on a regular basis. Not regular much as I would like to, but they're in the bubble now. But during the season, we talk and see how things are going and see what's up and they need me to do something for them. In the community, I'm always there, and they do reach out for that part. But doing on the court, we talk basketball as well. But I help them a lot in the community. It's funny. I like to look at the bubble as more like a sleepaway camp. Growing up, going to camp, right? You know, what I guess what has the interaction been with uh, with the players, kind of on the other side of the town for you, but far for most. Yeah, it's no interaction. No interaction is what you see on TV. There, are, once they get there, that's where they're gonna be. So them to be in the city or around the city is not going to happen. It's uh, just trying to keep them safe as possible so they can do what they like to do, uh, entertain us. And they get to play the game they love, and then we get to watch the game that we love to watch. So everyone's winning, and, and all of us have, and they got to stay over there in the bubble stay safe. Yeah. I mean, what else? I guess, uh, well, I got you here business-wise in Orlando. What's going on in Orlando these days? Everything's uh, you know, trying to open up safely. What's things like over there? Uh, it's, it's moving pretty well, but you know, like most people, you got some people who don't want to wear masks, some people do want to wear masks. The thing is, a lot of companies are requiring masks, so therefore you be, you feel a lot more safer and then some people go, got gyms that are open and they require temperature checks, and so when you go in certain places, they require temperature checks and masks and hand sanitizer, so that's the thing, Joe, we can continue doing and try to be safe and, uh, like you say, this is the new norm, so we got to try to function the best we can to make it possible to move around. Great. Um, you know, I know for me in business, relationships are very important. Um, who do you still to this day hold really strong relationships with, whether you're working with them, whether the people you played with over the years? You know, who do you see that, who do you feel like you're in contact with the most from the basketball days? It's a couple of guys. Dale Armstrong is one in particular. I talked to a lot of uh, Sagana and Ryan, who these guys still work in the league. The league, a couple of guys who work in Atlanta. It's a couple of guys from the team, the team I speak with, but I would say Dell and Ryan are the most two I talk to on a regular basis. You know, I know before, I mean, it's probably before the virus now, things have been crazy, but I know uh, Mr. Stern had a strong relationship over the years with a lot of the players. What was your interaction like with uh, Mr. David Stern during your time in the league? Oh, it was great. He was, he was great to me. So he did everything to the best of his ability and made sure that we were comfortable. As you can see, Adam Silver's continued his legacy and doing the same thing. And they never, they gave you the freedom to do what you want to do, to be the best you can be and voice your opinion and never stepped in the way and tell you what you couldn't do. They just always supported what you wanted to do. And they're really good about that. Um, I know with Mr. Silver, I've heard he's a little bit of a germaphobe, which probably helps with the bubble, right? Um, it seems like both the bubbles in Orlando and Bradenton are a little more successful than baseball and some other things going on today. Any truth or anything you've heard kind of your end about 
uh, you know, how some of the objectives are a little more particular? Nah, they, 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 whatever you see in the news is probably what you're going to get from me because I'm, uh, if they want to tell you, they let you tell you, I, I like my job, so I don't want to say nothing. They might be like, oh, bro, you won't both say that. No. You, read, you, read, you read it where I read it. Yes, sir. Um, is there anything else you want to share today? Is there any initiatives or anything special out there that you wanted to, you know, make sure anyone's aware of? Uh, no, nah, just uh, my thing is just try to be respectful of everybody in your areas and help as much as possible because today we're trying to time and everyone's so frustrated. And just look at the person next to you, man, and just say, hey, we walk the same path. We're just trying to get to the same place and be successful, help our families. So just help one another, man. And all the negativity we don't need. Just we all trying to survive and win in this game of life. That's great. Well, wish Tamara and the family my best. I really appreciate you uh, coming to visit us today. No problem. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Sports Equity Podcast, where we discuss the value that sports brings to business. Follow us for new episodes on a weekly basis. See you next time.